Hey guys, it's Maggie. Welcome back to Life in Colors. If you don't know me, I am the host of this podcast. And if you do, I'm happy that you came back to listen to me again. Hello. So this episode, I'm going to be talking about kind of mental health and the moods that I've been in and like things that I've just been dealing with because I've kind of just been in this horrible mood, almost like a depressive state the past few weeks. And it's been a really big struggle for me to get out of bed and do anything productive. You know, like with graduation, I know I keep talking about graduation, but I'm really stressed out about it. And, you know, the pressure is like really put on. It's like, oh my God, this is in a few weeks, it's counting down. The weeks are going by fast, time is flying, and it is crazy to me. It is going to be a new chapter in my life that I really don't know what's going to happen, and I think that I'm definitely a person that has to plan um, in regards to like big things like this, and the fact that I don't really have one is, is interesting. Um... <laughs> And so, like, my mind is basically telling me if I don't have my shit figured out, then all, anything, everything, the world is going to go to shit. You know, I've suffered with anxiety to make everything perfect in my life where I want to enjoy it. And just because of all this is happening, my anxiety has been flaring up recently. And I've always had anxiety, by the way. I've had it since before I could remember. Before I even knew what it was, I've had anxiety, which just kind of, I mean, it sucks, obviously. I wouldn't wish anybody to feel like this because anxiety truly just does suck. And if you don't really have a control in it or, like, figure out ways to help yourself, you know, you just kind of, like, spiral a little bit. It's just the sinking feeling like 24-7 and it sucks. It really does. So, you know, I've kind of been going through it a little bit and I want to just like talk to you guys about things that I've, things that, little things that I've been through and like things that have helped me a lot. Um, I have been going to therapy for a long time now and I didn't really start therapy until I got into college because I didn't really think I, I didn't really think I or I didn't really, yeah, I didn't really think I needed it, to be honest, even though I 100% <laughs> needed it, um, I didn't really know, I just, people around me at the time weren't really going to therapy until I got into college, and then everybody was like, oh my god, yeah, therapy, it's the fucking best, and I was like, well, why, like, what am I doing, like, these people seem, like, have similar problems like me, like, maybe I should give it a shot, you know, and so I did, and I've honestly been going ever since, and I think it's honestly, like, changed my life for the best, and I'm so, 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 so incredibly grateful to be able to, like, even go to therapy, because, you know, a lot of, not a lot of people have, like, the resources to be, to do that, and it sucks because mental health is a very big issue in today's society, so, you know, I'm just, like, I wish everybody could go to therapy, basically, <laughs> but, and I want to give, like, at the end, I'll give, like, a little, um, things that people can go to, um, and different resources that they can utilize, so before I get into all that, yeah, I'm, I go to therapy, are you bitches surprised, because, <laughs> hello, I'm not, um, 
I first want to start off by saying when I first went to therapy, I thought it was a little insane. I didn't really like it. And I, I didn't mind it, but I didn't really know it. I've never been. I didn't know what to expect. And the lady that I went to, she was great, but it was kind of like the stereotypical we I just talked and she listened and it wasn't really like I didn't realize how on how it wasn't that beneficial to me until I got to the therapist that I have now um amazing I love you you're awesome so great I don't want to tell you guys I'm in a gatekeeper <laughs> I'm just kidding if you really want to know like dm me but she is great and it's a therapist that really listens and gets what I'm saying, but at the same time explains, you know, scientifically about why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling. And it's so crazy to me to finally know what is going on with me or like why that I'm feeling the way that I am, because it makes you feel so much better. You know, as a hype, I always think that there's something wrong with me. And to, like, get a real-life explanation is actually, I feel like it's a freeing feeling because it's like, oh, my God, like, I can, I know what's going on. I know why I'm feeling like this. I can, I can sense when I'm going to feel like something and work my way out of it to where I'm not going to get into the state, I guess, where I'm in now. So I didn't really, I didn't really do a good job this time, but (laughs) there's been a lot of shit going on. Um. But it's just, it's crazy. And there's this, we do like a type of therapy to where I relearn my like sensors and like triggers, I guess, for like, it could be anything really, small, big. And to like, I have like these tappers and like, or you can look, look at a light every now and then. And you basically kind of have like this recognition of things and like go back because your mind is like being stimulated. And then you kind of like you're you reteach your brain to form stronger connections to where you won't be like necessarily like triggered by something in the future or like now which is so crazy to me and I'm not going to go in super depth with it because I I'm I'm not the therapist but like eventually I would love to like maybe have her on if you're listening to this miss girl hello um and talk to you guys more about it because I think it was I know it has been so beneficial for me and I love it because it's not like we're just sitting there either. Like we're always like doing something like one time I burned a, I burned a drawing that I did and it was great. Or sometimes she'll just have like these like small meditations that we do to like ground myself, um, to where I'm not really like that disassociated. I don't know if you guys know what being disassociated is, but it's kind of like when, you are experiencing, you know, anxiety or depression or whatever that you have going on and your body goes into this, it's, it's a defense mechanism to where you don't really feel like you're real. It almost feels like, I try to like explain this to people that don't know what I'm talking about and the best way that I have been able to explain it is like when it feels like you're really high, but like a weird high. Like, it feels like you're super cloudy and you're kind of just, like, going through the motions. I always say it's, like, feeling like a video game. And it's just not a good feeling. Like, you're kind of just... You're obviously able to do stuff, but it just doesn't feel like you're present in the moment. That 
and you're just like really weirdly high um so if anybody ever says that just know that that's what it feels like because it kind of sucks you know but from all my hard work I've been learning to kind of snap myself out of that disassociation and bring myself to the present because when you're in that stage I feel like people don't realize that you kind of miss out on a lot because you want to you want to feel present in the moment you want to know what's like going on you want to look back and like remember all the details and sometimes you don't and it sucks so um going back to like these moods I guess I'm saying is that going to therapy and learning all this stuff I don't know if I said it before, but I'm not a therapist, so, <laughs> like, please don't try to sue me. I don't even know if I could get sued for this, but whatever. Um, there's these things, it's, it's a cycle. I always used to think that, like, when you think of, like, highs and lows, people automatically think of, like, being bipolar is, like, your highs and lows, and obviously that's not what goes in, like, that's not what else goes into it. It's a lot more extreme, and I'm not going to really talk on that for like I don't know if like people that are bipolar I know that it's way more extreme than what I'm ever talking about and I know it's like a very big struggle as well but the thing that I am talking about is the cycles that your body goes through so your body goes through this phase and it's like where you're hyper 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 and you're active and you feel great and whatever and then there's something that could be triggering you or has triggered you or you kind of just like run your body to the ground and then you get into like these almost depressive episodes, I guess what I would say I'm in now. And I, it's like because I'm graduating soon. It it could be like as literally as simple as that. It could be, I, I basically put myself in it because of how much I stress myself out and me not using like my techniques to help myself, but you know, that's okay progress is step by step and sometimes it just happens but what I was saying is that you get into these like stages to where you're feeling like this and you can't you don't want to do anything you can't do anything and you could be in there for a while until you kind of like hang out figure out your stuff and then or you can be in there for like a second and then you get back to where you're at you know, not, it's not always going to be like this in the stages, but I just want to point out how normal, normal it is for that to happen and how people go through this without even realizing it. And this comes to, from what I was saying before, as then I never really knew, like knowing what's going on with you is amazing. And I was just like, why am I always going in these stages? Like what's going on? Like, I feel like there's something like worse then what I'm thinking is wrong with me, you know? And then to find out that this is, like, normal, what people go through, and that's just a part of, like, being a human and, like, the human mind, crazy. The way this shit works, actually crazy. All the psychiatrists out there, all the psychologists, everybody that has to deal with the human mind, fascinating. I probably picked the wrong field because it intrigues me a lot. As long as I just learn about it, you know, become a mental health podcast person anyways I got sidetracked but going through these phases you could be high 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 and then you could be low 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 and then there's like a little in between where you kind of like you're in and out what are you gonna do what are you gonna go through and it's kind of like I don't want to say it's your job 
even though it kind of is your job, because I feel like it's more like a negative word, like, ew, a job. But with time and patience, you can get yourself out of it. And you're kind of the only one that can most of the time. Not saying that you don't have a great support system, but like at the same time, I think it's very important to learn to help yourself and learn how to get out of these phases because at the end of the day, you, it's your body, it's literally yourself that you're going to be with your entire life 24-7, you know? But at the same time, you could also literally tire yourself out so much to where you just need to rest. And a thing that has been very hard for me, even if I'm going through both of those things, is that, and I'm going to get into later how to like get yourself out of your depressive episode and things that have helped me, but a quick pause really quick is that sometimes you're just tired. Sometimes you you have to realize that you were literally busting your ass like working or like with school or literally whatever you're doing. And your body needs to rest. And that is something that has been very, very hard for me to learn and to kind of like accept and feel like completely relaxed is when I'm relaxing. I always feel like I need to be doing something. And if I'm not, then I'm fucking up or something. I don't know. But you have to listen to your body and your body is telling you to stop. Whatever phase you're in, your body is telling you to stop and you need to listen to it. You need to just sit down or you don't even have to sit down do something that is going to be the most relaxing to you because your body holds and remembers more emotion than your mind does and it is so important to take care of your body because like I said before you're going to be with yourself 24 7 you want to ensure that you're going to be healthy for the future and no I'm not saying that you can't go out all the time and blah 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 but healthy mind, healthy body. Am I right? So sometimes just sit down and relax. I love to lay in my bed. (laughs) Even though if I'm like depressed or something, I also lay in my bed, but also I love to be in my bed. So sometimes I just have to like, okay, like when is it, when is it getting too much? When am I going into my bed and like hanging out? if is it because I'm sad or is it because I have anxiety or is it because I'm literally just so fucking tired take a day or two for yourself and completely rest with whatever that idea is for you and I want to say to completely relax like when you're doing whatever stop when you're overthinking and you're like oh shit I should be doing this I should be doing that stop yourself backtrack and be like no today is my day today is my body's day today is my mind's day and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to relax if you are kind of getting in the mood where you're like (laughs) doing that for about a week that's when that's when you should realize that it's not because you're tired and that's because you're you know something's wrong something something is triggering you something is upsetting you something is whatever but you shouldn't be in your bed for more than a few days or I'm saying my bed because that's what I do but you shouldn't be in that era of like I'm just gonna give my body whatever because then you're gonna get into like a really bad cycle and you're not gonna get out of that depressive episode that depressive stage and it is important to get out so back to the cycle 
some things that I want to say is that you may not realize you're doing to like kind of get yourself in these like irritating moods. I know that like when I'm in this mood, I realize that I become 10,000 times more negative. And it's not something that I really came to turn, not terms with, but like realized that I was doing until recently is because like until like my therapist was like damn bitch you're negative as fuck <laughs> not exactly like that but sim- I'm just kidding um or even like my friend they're like why are you why like chill out like what are you doing like negative Nancy over here you know a lot of the times I was negative towards myself too and once you start being like that, like negative t- towards yourself, it almost becomes like a habit that you're not going to know until you're continuously doing it. And then somebody will point out and then you'll always like, no, like even if you're joking, it's not, it's not good. It's not good to say that to yourself. Like when you're like something bad happens, like, oh, I'm so fucking stupid. And it may, that like, even that may seem small, but at the same time, you're putting these like these negative things out in the universe and you're constantly saying something like that and at the end of the day like like that negativity is going to be surrounding you and it turns into an unhealthy habit because then you're gonna start you're gonna be like what like am I stupid like why do I keep saying that my like this or like if something happens where you mess up and you're like the first thing is like oh I'm so stupid then you're going to be, then you're going to literally train yourself to think that you are because you're constantly saying that. And it could be like, whatever, in the second, like you could be joking, but it's something that like people really don't realize that they're doing. And I honestly truly think that it negatively impacts them. And honestly, myself, I've had, I've like struggled with this too, where I joke about stuff like this. And then it's kind of like, like, I'm like reinforcing that thought whenever I say it, when I have like a mistake or something. And at the end of the day, you don't want to do that because you're, like I said before, you're going to create these unhealthy habits. Another thing is you kind of like, just like dealing with anxiety and everything is that a thing that could be like triggering you is not putting yourself first. And this is something that I, damn, I'm exposing myself, (laughs) but I've always struggle with this always 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 my entire life to this day it is still hard for me to say no to something because I feel guilty when I 100,000 million percent shouldn't and I sometimes I don't put myself first and I don't say no to things that I really do not want to do at all and I feel bad about it but then I have to remind myself that I don't want to do it. I don't want to go do this. I don't want to, I can't even like give my energy to even help with something. So it's like, why, why am I putting myself in these positions to feel like this? And it like is, takes a lot of practice. Um, so I want to say like, maybe like a first little step for anybody that I've learned to do is say no, say no, that's literally it. Like, it doesn't even have to be a big thing. Like, if somebody's like, even if somebody's like, do you want to go to the store with me? I, I was like, oh, my, like, no, I gotta go to the store. But, like, saying no, and I was, like, ten times more happier. So, you can start off with, like, little things like that and, like, almost, like, work your way up. 
because like trust me when you start doing that it kind of just like you start saying no to everything you're like hell no I'm not doing that I don't care I don't want to do that I don't even want to even think about doing that I'm good and then you start to gain this confidence because it's like nothing bad is gonna happen to you literally nothing bad is gonna happen to you and like that's or like nobody's gonna hate you for not wanting to go do something and if they do then they probably shouldn't be in your life period which is a perfect transition is to cutting off those toxic ass relationships I, it doesn't even have to be like a like a romantic relationship. I'm t- I'm like talking about friendships in this second. I have a good group of friends. I love them. We are very close. It's great. Like it's such a great feeling. And it's like before I don't I didn't. Ha- I'm not gonna say I don't think, but I honestly didn't have that. And the way that I feel now, like even around them, is insane. I feel lighter. I feel great. And I always used to feel like I had to keep certain people around around me because I don't know they were always there or like maybe they've helped me before and they were there for me in the moment but then they became like literal draining of my energy and that sounds cliche but I think anybody listening to this can agree like when you're around somebody who is so negative wanting to put you down 24 7 you're not gonna feel good you never feel good. You feel like fucking shit. And it's like, like, why? Why am I doing that? Because they've helped me in the past? This is somebody that, like, you have tried to mend the relationship. You've talked about what's bothering you. You've talked about, like, what's hurting your feelings or yada, yada, yada. And they continuously do this. And I'm telling you how important it is to not have those people around you because you will feel great. You will feel amazing. You will feel, you won't feel like, you will, I mean, you probably have less anxiety too because you're not constantly worried about like what these people are going to say, what these people are going to do, what these people are going to whatever. And it took me like a long time to like kind of, I keep saying it took me a long time, but honestly, like it did, like I'm still learning to this day, like, I probably will keep learning, like, I'm so, I'm only 22, I'm still young, I'm still learning as well, um, but to have those, like, it's not worth it, and it may be hard to cut somebody off, but at the end of the day, it's like, you are, it's like, you or them, and what did I say before? You're gonna be with yourself 24-7, this is your life, this is your mental health, this is, like, everything, So why are you going to jeopardize that for somebody that doesn't want to see you be happy or succeed or always is like jealous and negative towards you? Why would you want that in your life? And I'm telling you, once you start cutting those people out and once you start real and realizing who's doing it, you'll find your real friends. One hundred percent. Because they're going to have the same values that you have. They have the same mindset that you have you start to surround yourself with people that are going to constantly lift you up like when I I ooh, I have literal chills I have like the best friends right now because not right now but they have been my friends for like a long time but I just never I didn't really have I didn't never had a really good group of supporting women in like my corner you know and I say this because 
when I launched my podcast, I had, a few weeks ago, I had a little launch party thing. I just had me and my friends kind of, like, went out, and it was just, everybody came, and they showed up, and they were excited to see me succeed, and that is the best feeling ever. My friends in my corner that want to see me succeed, too, they're not making it about themselves. They're hyping me up. They're texting me like today is the day. I'm so excited. I, wow, heartwarming. And anybody can have that. If you're thinking, well, I don't really have, like, I don't know who that would be. I just have this, like, person that's, like, sucks and is my friend. Dump their ass, bro. Dump that friendship. You will be so okay without them because you're going to blossom and you're going to feel great and you're going to become the person that you wanted to be because you're not having somebody bring you down. And once you're like that, once you start, you're going to attract the people that you want to attract. What I like to think about is you are in your bubble. Love my bubble. You are in your bubble and you can almost like, do you ever think about like, okay, like Spongebob where they have like to do the circle around before like the sea bear comes and attacks? <laughs> That's why it kind of like, it reminds me of that. Anyways, you have your circle where you're safe. It's your bubble. It's your circle. And you are the dictator of how close people are going to get into your circle. It doesn't have to be in your bubble, but the closer that the people are in your circle or the closer you're going to feel them, you know? And you could set boundaries for yourself and say, okay, this person really did something that is against, like, my values and everything, whatever, but they're just going to be around. You can set them out of your boundaries. You don't have to continue to doing the same things that you did. They may still be around, but you yourself have set that boundaries that you're not going to let them into your space and in fact your mental health you're not going to let them do anything because you are in charge and you set that boundary I love doing that <laughs> I literally be like two steps back bitch <laughs> in my circle that's funny I laugh at myself <laughs> another thing that I feel like is really good for somebody that is like feeling like this is a social media cleanse a social media cleanse it's so good it's so good it's so good it's so good we have to realize that we are lit we have grown up with social media my generation has grown up with social media we have been exposed to so much shit i cannot even i should never have seen the things that i have seen ever in my entire life especially like, I'm 22, and if I saw that shit, I would be like, what the fuck? Imagine being younger and seeing all this crazy shit that's on the internet. It's insane. You are exposed to so much, and I don't think people realize how that negatively affects your attitude. For example, Instagram. The basic example, but you see these people having, like, people post what they want to post. I'll admit it. I'm going to post what I want to post. I'm not going to post a bad picture of myself out of the million I took. I'm going to post the good picture I took of myself. So is everybody else. Nobody's going to post that they were sitting in their damn bed on a vacation, taking a nap, 
but they will post that they were on a fucking ATV or, or like on a boat or something. Everybody does that. And I think that when you are exposed to so much shit and you're like seeing all that stuff, you're going to constantly be like, well, why am I doing that? Well, why don't I look like that? Well, why don't, why don't, why don't, why don't? And then this comes like back into the negative self-hatred era. You're going to constantly think that of yourself when it half of the stuff isn't even true. They're not always having fun. They don't always look like that. Do you guys know what face it is? Hello. Um, people do that out the fucking ass. Like, it's crazy. You can go on any editing app and edit your fucking background. Some people probably won't even be in... <laughs> Some people probably won't even be on a boat. They'll probably just edit themselves in. Just kidding. If you do that, that's like so extra and too much. But when you're starting to find yourself comparing too much... And being, like, on your phone too much, that's when you need to take a step back and be like, whoa. And it doesn't mean that you have to delete your social media forever. It may, Like, delete it for how much you feel comfortable with. I, like, for Instagram, if I find myself doing that and, like, comparing a lot, and, like, all of a sudden, like, all these models are coming up or, like, all these, like, influencer, like, oh, my God, like, look how sexy I am. Like, kudos to you, girl. Pop off. But, like, I need to go take a little break. Because I have to realize that I'm, when you start comparing yourself and you start doing all this stuff, that's when it becomes unhealthy and that's when I take the break and that's when I think anybody should. Um, sorry if you keep hearing that. I keep hitting my mic. I'm very expressive with my hands. <laughs> but another thing that I, I actually, TikTok is insane. I love TikTok. I love it so much and I think I really am addicted to it. But before I could even enjoy the TikTok that I have now, I had to take a few months off of it because TikTok is very bad at censoring like what they show up on their feed. And at the time when I wasn't feeling my best, I went through like a, you know, like another cycle. I was in like my little gray area and I was on TikTok a lot, a lot. (laughs) I was on TikTok a lot. I was, like, having people that were dying, people that lost their husbands, people that lost their kids, people that got into the worst accidents ever, people that were even, like, stories, there were so many sexual abuse stories, and I'm not saying, like, I'm not discrediting anybody at all, and I'm so sorry that those things have happened to those people, and if they choose to put that stuff out there, that is their own situation, But for somebody constantly seeing that, like myself, there's only so much I can handle of different sorrows and different whatever. And I was seeing that almost like three hours a day, constantly, constantly, constantly. And it was putting me in this depressed, like the worst mood I've probably been in a very, very, very long time. And I had to delete TikTok and I had, and I was like, this isn't this isn't, there was some stuff that probably shouldn't have never been on the internet to begin with. There's just a bunch of stuff that is not, like, me as a 22-year-old saying, like, there's a lot of younger people on that, too, and a lot of it, it, you're being exposed to that stuff, and a lot of it is gonna make you think differently and make you feel different things. You're gonna feel sad for these people, like, all the time. I mean, it's a very sad situation, but at the same time, you have to look back at yourself, and you're like, are you able to handle that stuff? I know I wasn't able to handle it. I wasn't able to handle those emotions coming in. 
And then also on top of my anxiety, having that fear come in that something like that was going to happen to me. It was terrifying. And if you find yourself doing that, then maybe you should start deleting it too. I finally was able to come back and I customized like my for you page. Like as soon as there's something that used to kind of like trigger me from like watching um, the stuff that I said before, I would automatically press not interested because I feel like, I don't know if the TikTok algorithm works where it's like, even if you put read the, and and then I would read the comments. That's what it was bad too because I was, oh my God, it was crazy. As soon as there's something bad that I don't think that, I think that would affect me negatively in my mental health, I would take it off. And like I said before, this isn't, I really don't want anybody to, you know, this world, everybody gets upset about everything. I don't want people to think that I'm like discrediting anything, but damn, I'm saying that shit all the time. It's a lot. Like the worst of the worst shit ever, 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 ever. I don't even want to talk about and, like, for TikTok, I can't even to put that on. Anyways, I've been talking about social media for way too long. Let's get into some fun things that you can do to help yourself. And these are natural things. I'm going to be completely honest. I have never been on medication for my anxiety and depression. And it's something that I do want to look into. Not necessarily now as, like, a lot of things are going on because I don't want you know, my emotions to be everywhere because I've, I've had very long conversations and with all of my friends and like people I know that do take them and they always have said to me like in the first few weeks, it's kind of crazy. So I was going to like allow myself to kind of chill before I get into that because I don't want to feel like that now with like graduation coming up and like feeling even worse. But it's, it is something that I've 100% looked into and a lot of the people that I'm close with that have, like, gone through similar things that I have, feel, felt the similar way, like, anxiety, depression, and all that fun stuff, they say that it really did change your life. You know, I've always been on, like, defense about it because I've, you know, I hear TikTok, <laughs> I hear stories about people just being, like, zombies and everything, but it made me feel a lot better to know that my friends say that they, it has helped them a a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, and I'm honestly, I, I'm down, I would try literally anything to get rid of my anxiety, and I know that you're not getting rid of it, but I would give anything to at least feel a little bit better, and maybe take a little bit of it away, but some things that I have done my whole life, <laughs> my whole life, some things that I have done my whole life, not my whole life, and some things that I've learned, trial and error, baby, you guys are gonna hate me, but working out, (laughs) working out, working out, working out, working out, yes, I know it sucks, it sucks to get there, it's the hardest part, it sucks, it sucks, it sucks, it sucks to be consistent, it really does, but once you get into that routine, oh my gosh, that feeling that you get, even while working out, it's like, it's great, it's literally a high, from working out and not only are you training yourself mentally to feel better you're training you're working that booty guys you're getting snatched up in the same time and I you know I've been on I just I worked out a lot like I've always been fit but like this past year I've honestly gained like a little bit of weight just because 
of a lot of different factors, like my birth control, like, I'm in a happy relationship, don't work out. You always gain weight when you do that, because all you do is fucking eat. <laughs> um, but also, I was just, you know, I wasn't really, I wasn't taking care of myself, and I started to feel like shit. I started to feel horrible. And I just, I got so tired of, I, I got tired of feeling like that. And so I've been on a workout journey for, since January, and I do have slip-ups here and there, and I do have a cheat meal here and there, and that's okay. But I feel great. You know, I've been, I took my rest days, and then I was like, okay, you got to get up. You'll know you'll feel better 100%. And then I felt 10 times better after I just went on the treadmill. And I'm not saying when you feel like this to go and, like, go burn, like, a thousand calories, like, workout. I do whatever I want to do. I do whatever I can, I can do. I do whatever my body allows me to. And if I feel like, okay, this is enough, like I am good and then I'm good. And I just don't, I try not to feel guilty for not doing more because you shouldn't. Even the fact that you went there. Wow. Great. If you're not so much into working out, go out, just go outside, soak up the sun. It, it literally will make you feel better being out with nature. Take a walk, smell the roses, if there are some, and listen to some music. Pop on your headphones and just vibe, you know? I remember there was, like, during COVID, uh, um, <clears throat> we were inside a lot, and it was just like, oh my god, like, I'm getting antsy, and I would just go walk around my apartment building, like, ten times, and I would have the best time ever. I'd, I'd put on a playlist, whatever playlist that may be, my hype playlist, and I would just go walk, and I'm, and wow, my mood, instant changer, just being outside in general, if you invest in a hammock, go, like, there's literally some, I'm speaking on Florida, I don't know who else is listening, because I saw a lot of people listening from all over the world, which is so freaking cool, but in Florida, we have a lot of trees, lots of palm trees, and lots of oceans, so you could go hammock near the ocean, that's what me and my friend like to do, period. Painting. Painting is fun because not only are you being, like, stimulated because you're literally painting. You can paint whatever you want. You can paint your emotions. Get it out. It could be like a diary. Um, I've already said laying in bed and resting. But you know, guys, if it's too long, get your fucking life. A self-care day. You know when you're in depressive state, you're not really showering that much. You know you haven't really brushed your hair in a while. Get out of bed and go take a damn bath. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But draw yourself a nice bath. Like, treat yourself. Take care of yourself. If you have a bath bomb, put it. You know what I recently found that I like to do is putting the, um, the, I want to say, I'm saying it wrong, but the actual sea salt. The sea salt. And I get the, the I don't know, Dr. Keel's one. I think that's what it is. And I get the vanilla and honey one. And I put it in there and it smells so good and it feels so good. And I'll just like, maybe set up my laptop and like turn on a show or something that I'm watching and put a face mask on and I just relax and though feeling clean you'll feel 1000% better as well um going swimming I <laughs> I love to swim I feel one when I'm in the water and this may just be a tip for me but I love to swim and it's like a little exercise treating yourself your girl likes to shop Maybe I'm using this as an excuse. Maybe I'm not. <laughs> but I definitely will when I buy something expensive. Treat yourself. 
who doesn't feel good buying something for themselves? That's awesome. If you can, of course. If you're not really able to afford it, don't do it because you'll probably give yourself more anxiety. Cliche, write in a diary. I'm not a fan of this just because I don't, I don't know. I feel like I'm just like, it's too much. What if somebody reads my diary? But I know that it helps a lot of people to journal. So read your diary. Watch your friend's pet. I will go and steal my boyfriend's dog sometimes and just hang out with him. And I'll feel a lot better. They're so pure. Dogs are so pure. Or there's some, like, you have to know somebody that has a pet. Just take it for a day. I'm sure the pet will appreciate it too. And this is something that I was never able to do, like, when I was younger, friend-wise, is to talk it out with somebody you trust. A lot of the times I get in these moods and I retract myself and I kind of just like become a recluse and I just think that people are not going to want to it's not true there I have friends right now that I could literally text and be like I am feeling like shit can you please like come hang out with me or just to even text about it what like what's happening to get your thoughts out and to like really process it is healthier than you may think and it may I know that you may feel embarrassed to talk about these feelings but with your real friends, like somebody you trust, they're never going to make you feel like that and they shouldn't. Um, I love a good cheat meal. <laughs> I love a good cheat meal. Do you have your favorite food? I think food is like my comfort. Eating a cheat meal. I love tacos. I love tacos. I love tacos. I love tacos. I will order myself up some tacos like there is no tomorrow. And then another thing is maybe your jam is to eat a healthy meal when you're feeling down. I know eating healthy will make you feel a lot better. So maybe if that's something that you're doing, if you're not really eating the best or if you had a few, you know, your rest days and you had a cheat meal, maybe it's time to cook yourself a healthy meal. Start to get out of that cycle. Start to get yourself moving. Start to get going. Some things that I do take that are like vitamins and um, natural thing, natural products or natural vitamins, whatever the fuck, vitamins, is I take kava when I'm feeling really, really bad. Like when I'm, if like I'm about to go do something, maybe around a few people, and I'm just not having it. I'll take kava, and if I feel like I'm may get like that, I'll take it before just in case. Though you're not, it's not good to take kava like a lot because I think it affects your liver or kidney. One of those two. If you take it like an excessive amount. Another thing that I just started taking is ashwagandha. A lot of people that I know take this and it's kind of like a, some people say it's like a healthier version of kava and you can get it from your vitamin store. I think you can even get it from like CVS or Walgreens or something like that. And that has been helping me a lot. I'll take it in the morning. Um, and before I go to bed, my favorite thing to take is a CBD gummy. <laughs> I love my CBD gummy because I struggle to sleep through the night. And these calm me down. These make me feel great. But you have to be, you have to like research and get a lot of knowledge of where you're getting your stuff because a lot of the time, like a lot of people sell like fake stuff and you may not have the same, like one time I think I got something, a fake CBD thing because I didn't feel, I didn't feel shit. I know that I'm not supposed to feel like high or whatever, but I mean, I've still felt anxious as hell and I was like, what the hell? But the gummies that I got, let me see if I can find them. Hang on. 
Okay, I found them. Um, sorry if I sound a little different, guys. I I know I've heard a lot of feedback on my audio. I'm trying. I'm recording this all myself and editing it myself. I'm learning. Whatever. You can still hear me. <laughs> um, the CBD gummies that I take, though, my mommy got me these. I thought I cleaned. Is the Ego Hemp CBD. I take the CBD gummies with pure hemp extract. 700, it's the full spectrum one, the extra strength, 750 milligrams, 25 milligrams per gummy. I love them. They really have been a game changer for me, and I can sleep, I get so relaxed, and it's it's way better than taking NyQuil to go to bed. Oops, that's not healthy, but I stopped doing that. Not because I was addicted, just because I wanted to sleep. And I was scared of melatonin because I heard it messes with your birth control. Speaking of birth control, maybe go check that shit out too if you're feeling wacky. I've always felt wacky on birth control. Um, CBD gummies for the win, 110,000%. There's a lot of like different things that you can do and like there's a lot of stuff that works for everybody. Um, I try to meditate sometimes, like I've been to yoga before. And I would like to get more into it, but I have friends that are, that's what they do to feel better 100%, and it does work for them a lot. So it's all about finding things that work for you, and it is about trial and error. Like, sometimes things aren't going to work out the way you thought they were, or going to make you feel better. And it's important to know that, and it's important to keep looking. I mean, I, (laughs) I try everything. I'll try at least anything once to... If that'll make me feel better, then go ahead. Even cleaning your room. I know it's annoying to clean your room. I'm so bad at putting laundry away. But I feel so much better being in a clean room and cleaning up that depressive room where all your clothes are everywhere. Your takeout locks are everywhere. (laughs) Anyways, my room is clean now though, guys. Ha 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 ha. But some things that I follow, I mean, it's a little contradicting on Instagram. But when you're feeling good, some Instagram pages that I really like to follow is called the real depression project um i feel like they're really good about like giving different examples of mental health issues that you may have and then recognizing the symptoms and then different ways that somebody can help which i think is so important people don't know what to do people don't know what you're feeling because they've never felt it before and (laughs) lucky to y'all truly lucky to y'all or lucky to you guys (laughs) because you don't have to like feel it and I'm not saying that y'all don't go through shit but you guys are lucky and sometimes you guys don't know what to say and that's okay a few things that you can do is to let them know that you're there for them let them know that you're here I feel like whenever somebody's just like you'll be okay you'll be fine because they don't know I feel like that's like one of the worst things you could do or when I always call it, like, toxic positivity, when people are like, oh, like, you have nothing to worry about. Like, what's going on? Not what's going on, but, like, you have nothing to worry about. Why ever could you be upset? Why ever are you like this? You have everything. Um, <laughs> mental health illness, guys. Um, I can't, I can't help it. I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I can't help it. (laughs) Not to be mean. I mean, I don't know. But you guys have to recognize, like, people that are like that, you have to recognize that people cannot help it. And 
when the toxic positivity comes in play, it kind of makes people feel even worse because it's like you feel guilty for feeling something that you cannot help. So the best thing you could do is to let them know that you're there for them. Um, if you have a friend that's kind of been MIA for a little bit, check up on them. Simple text. I know that when I'm feeling this, I feel like my friends, <laughs> I feel like my friends know by now. Like when they even text me, I feel like they're like, hey, like thinking of you, like hope you're doing good or just a Snapchat me something that reminds me of them. It makes me feel like 10 times better and kind of just like, okay, like I'm not in my head. They do like me. <laughs> Everything's fine. Or to even like, like if for like relationship to, you know, get them something that they like, get them, that doesn't have to be something big, but like, just like an act of kindness will go a long, long, long ways than to just be like, you'll be fine or whatever, because then that person may not open up to you anymore. And like with people with mental health illnesses, for them to find somebody that they trust to open up to is very important. So follow the Real Depression Project. <laughs> this went on a tangent. Follow the Real Depression Project. Um, I also like to follow Young Pablo. He's like a poet, a writer, everything. I have like one of his books, but he is so wise, so wise. I, all of his quotes, all of his passages, all of his whatever are amazing. They relate so well to me at least. And it makes me feel 10 times better to know that like like, a lot, the things that, like, have been resonating with me recently from him is that he always talks about how progress isn't just going to happen overnight. It takes time, and it's okay if you have, it's okay if you take a step back or two, because you have to look at how far you've come and where you're at now, and, like, all the things that you've overcame, and I love that, because I get into my head a lot about that stuff, about regressing. Even though, like, a year ago today, I'm completely different. Two years ago today, you don't even know me, bro. It's crazy. Um, another one is called I Am Brilliant. Um, I love that one. I feel like it's more, like, positive and, like, uh, I feel like it, it, like, pertains to a lot of people in my generation. I feel like it's really good. My friends show me that. I follow them. So great. Another thing I want to say is, like, I keep talking about therapy, but therapy is great. If you have the means to go to a therapist, please, please, please do. Um, I know my campus, USF, offers therapy sessions. Um, I think they're free. If not, I think they're like 10 bucks or anything. I Honestly, I think they're free. Um, utilize your campus's, um, utilize your campus resources while you're here because they could help you a lot and even like refer to you, refer you to different things. If you look up local groups, um, wherever you're at, there's always something that you can join. I mean, I'm not going to say always because I don't know where everybody's from, but there's a lot of things that you can join that usually do things for free. Um, the internet would probably be your best friend to find things. I know in Tampa there's a few. I can post them later on on my thing. I also, I guys, I have a form, and if you go on my Instagram and go on my link, it's, it's like at the bottom, it says, what are your thoughts, questions. It can be completely anonymous or not. It's up to you to ask me more questions. And if you want me to like look in further about where you can go in Tampa, I 100% will do that. Or if there's something that I talked about here and you want to need to further on or find out more information or you just want to ask me like your opinion about something, please ask. I want to do like episodes where it's like an ask me thing and I can like help you guys. Um online I know you guys see a bunch of commercials about online therapy 
and there are so many things that you can do. I think that telehealth has been amazing, and if that's something that you'd be interested in, um, you don't want to go in person, or sometimes it's not affordable for you, a lot of online stuff, uh, online like websites like BetterHelp, um, Talkspace, everything like that is a lot cheaper than probably going to like a real therapist in person. But I just kind of want to touch on this subject and r- just tell you guys like what I've been feeling because I'm sure a lot of people have gone through this and have felt this before and hopefully you guys have you know cleared up some things that you've been questioning or I could help you with like at least a little bit. I know it wasn't very in depth as in like medical terms or like specific like illnesses besides like anxiety and depression but if you guys want to hear more like this like let me know um go to the questionnaire I filled out if anything really ask me anything um but be nice please because I'm still feeling a little emo (laughs) but I'm glad to open up to you guys I was a little nervous because I don't really open up about this stuff a lot unless it is my close friends but my main priority is like help people are listening because There has been, like, a lot of people listening from all over the world, and that's so insane to me, and I'm already so, like, wow, like, what's going on? I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Stay tuned for the next one. I'm trying to get it out every Thursday, but I am starting up, and I'm finishing school, so I have, I have, like, a few weeks left, so I have a shit ton to do, and like I said before, I'm stressed out, so I'm gonna pop me another CBD gummy, (laughs) and go on my merry way. Signing out, this is Maggie. Thanks for listening to Life in Colors, and I'll catch you guys next time.